Chapter forty three of the Vicomte de Bragelonne. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Diana Moylinger. The Vicomte de Bragelonne by Alexander Dumas. Chapter forty three. Guenot. The cardinal's order was pressing. Guenot quickly obeyed it. He found his patient stretched on his bed his legs swelled his face livid and his stomach collapsed mazarin had a severe attack of gout he suffered tortures with the impatience of a man who has not been accustomed to resistances on seeing guenot ah said he now i am saved guenot was a very learned and circumspect man who stood in no need of a critique of boileau to obtain a reputation when facing a disease if it were personified in a king he treated the patient as a Turk treats a Moor. He did not, therefore, reply to Mazarin, as the minister expected. Here is the doctor, good-bye disease. On the contrary, on examining his patient, with a very serious air, Oh, oh, said he. Eh, what? Gano, how you look at me? I look as I should on seeing your complaint, my lord. It is a very dangerous one. The gout, oh yes, the gout. With complications, my lord. Mazarin raised himself upon his elbow, and, questioning by look and gesture, "'What do you mean by that? Am I worse than I believe myself to be?' "'My lord,' said Guenot, seating himself beside the bed, "'your eminence has worked very hard during your life. Your eminence has suffered much.' "'But I am not old, I fancy. The late Monsieur de Richelieu was but seventeen months younger than I am when he died, and died of a mortal disease. I am young, Guenot.' Remember, I am scarcely fifty-two. Oh, my lord, you are much more than that. How long did the front last? For what purpose do you put such a question to me? For a medical calculation, Monseigneur. Well, some ten years, off and on. Very well. Be kind enough to reckon every year of the front as three years. That makes thirty. Now twenty and fifty-two makes seventy-two years. You are seventy-two, my lord and that is a great age. While saying this, he felt the pulse of his patient. His pulse was full of such fatal indications that the physician continued, notwithstanding the interruptions of the patient. Put down the years of the front at four each, and you have lived eighty-two years. Are you speaking seriously, Guenot? Alas, yes, Monseigneur. You take a roundabout way, then, to inform me that I am very ill. Ma foi, yes, my lord and with a man of the mind and courage of your eminence, it ought not to be necessary to do so. The cardinal breathed with such difficulty that he inspired pity even in a pitiless physician. There are diseases and diseases, resumed Mazarin. From some of them people escape. That is true, my lord. Is it not? cried Mazarin, almost joyously. For, in short, what else would be the use of power, of strength of will? What would the use of genius be? Your genius, Guenot, what would be the use of science and art, if the patient who disposes of all that cannot be saved from peril? Guenot was about to open his mouth, but Mazarin continued. Remember, said he, I am the most confiding of your patients. Remember, I obey you blindly, and that consequently. I know all that, said Guenot. I shall be cured, then. Monseigneur, there is neither strength of will, nor power, nor genius, 
nor science that can resist a disease which god doubtless sends or which he cast upon the earth as the creation with full power to destroy and kill mankind when the disease is mortal and nothing can is my disease mortal asked mazarin yes my lord his eminence sank down for a moment like an unfortunate wretch who is crushed by a falling column but the spirit of mazarin was a strong one or rather his mind was a firm one Genon, said he recovering from his first shock you will permit me to appeal from your judgment i will call together the most learned men of europe i will consult them i will live in short by the virtue of i care not what remedy my lord must not suppose said Genon, that i have the presumption to pronounce alone upon an existence so valuable as yours i have already assembled all the good physicians and practitioners of france and europe there were twelve of them and they said they said that your eminence was suffering from a mortal disease i have the consultation signed in my portfolio if your eminence will please to see it you will find the names of all the incurable diseases we have met with there is first no no cried mazarin pushing away the paper no no Genin, i yield i yield and the profound silence during which the cardinal resumed his senses and recovered his strength succeeded to the agitation of this scene there is another thing murmured mazarin there are empirics and charlatans in my country those whom physicians abandon run the chance of a quack who kills them ten times but saves them a hundred times has not your eminence observed that during the last month i have changed my remedies ten times yes well well i have spent fifty thousand crowns in purchasing the secrets of all these fellows the list is exhausted and so is my purse you are not cured and but for my art you would be dead that ends it murmured the cardinal that ends it and he threw a melancholy look upon the riches which surrounded him and must i quit all that sighed he i am dying Genin. i am dying oh not yet my lord said the physician mazarin seized his hand in what time asked he fixing his two large eyes upon the impassable countenance of the physician my lord we never tell that to ordinary men perhaps not but to me to me whose every minute is worth a treasure tell me Genin, tell me no no my lord i insist upon it i tell you oh give me a month and for every one of those thirty days i will pay you a hundred thousand crowns my lord replied Genin, in a firm voice it is god who can give you days of grace and not i god only allows you a fortnight the cardinal breathed a painful sigh and sank back down upon his pillow murmuring thank you Genin, thank you the physician was about to depart the dying man raising himself up silence said he with flaming eyes silence my lord i have known this secret two months you see that i have kept it faithfully go Genin, i will take care of your fortunes go and tell brienne to send me a clerk called monsieur colbert go End of chapter forty three